My views and thoughts of my parents have expanded as I've grown. I realized that in the words of my little guy, they're pretty great. I also came to realize that the normal they provided was not as common of an experience as I might expect. Now that I have a child of my own, I wonder how did they do it all? I realize they have a ton of wisdom to share and I'm immensely blessed to have the dynamic duo that is my parents. With my dad, we're able to talk the research and you've heard from him. I'm excited that for a series of upcoming episodes, we're going to chat with my mom. With my mom, I see the best practices effortlessly in action. A different feel, but the same focus for the next several episodes. We want to give you practical and applicable ways to help the little ones in your life grow and succeed. I could think of no one better to visit with than my mom. Servant, supporter, and survivor. Wife, mother, nana, and friend. A queen of cost savings, a master of teachable moments, and master of memory making. Join me as I continue to soak up and benefit from her wealth of wisdom and knowledge. Join me as I visit with my mom, Annie Mercer. Talking with you about the Reset Series, Mom, brought lots of good organization ideas for our spaces in our homes and in our life to life. You mentioned several practical P's that can help us think through resetting of the space we live in. Now, these will intertwine quite a bit, but we'll try to separate them out some. You said that we should think through things to preserve, purge, pass on, and then pack and purchase. Let's spend this episode talking through these P's. What things should I preserve? There are many things that we can preserve in our homes. Think of, let's start in the kitchen. You can preserve your foods so that you don't lose food because of spoilage. You can preserve your your dry goods by putting them in a nice container that is airtight and that will keep it safe from predators or anything else getting into it. You can also preserve foods in your freezer. Get that airtight, vacuum seal, and get a vacuum seal machine and vacuum seal your food and keep it up for six months. Mason jars are good for preserving things, not just dry goods. Mason jars are good for preserving things like green beans and any of your vegetables that you can put in and cook them and have them ready to to eat straight from the jar because they're already done. Ziploc bag, a good thing to preserve your items in. And you just want to want to make sure that everything is airtight they're supposed to be airtight. There's a, you can dehydrate fruit. When you have fruit on sale, you can buy enough that will last until it goes on sale again. If you dehydrate it, you can have fresh fruit dehydrated that you can eat all year round. So there are many things in the kitchen that you can preserve. And then there's, there's documents that you can preserve. I'm talking about your birth certificates, your social security cards, your pictures, your uh, medical information, all those things need to be preserved well so that it can be passed on to the next generation. A notebook with sheet protectors, you put things in your safe, and you definitely want to have a safe that's fireproof with the locking key, correct spelling of your names, because if you put, put down information that's 
that's not spelled correctly, it could get kicked back to you and it could be very important. So many things you can preserve. Things like your towels and sheets and pillowcases, you want to preserve them winter comes. I mean, summer comes and you want to get those blankets and put them into airtight bags and sort of they're ready for the next season. You want to seasonally preserve your things. Walk through your house and clear out a corner by preserving and packing. Great tips thinking about the season changing of how to preserve everything from food to documents to pictures. Well, let's go on to that next P you mentioned, purge. What kind of things should I purge and what do I do with them? Well, you want to purge things that you have multiple of. I have too many towels. I don't need all these towels. I can't use all these towels. So you purge them. That doesn't mean you throw them away. That means you share them with a friend, you take them to a goodwill, or you you just want to get it out of the space that it's holding that's not serving you any purpose. You want to purge clothing that no longer fit or clothing that you are no longer using and things that someone, someone else can be using and benefiting from it. And it doesn't mean that it's something that you need to throw away. There may be some things that you need to throw away, but there, there are also good good items that you want to bless somebody else with. That might be, a, uh, I got me a new lamp and now I got three lamps in this room and I don't need three lamps. That may be something you purge one of the lamps. You may purge one of the, you may get a new couch and you want to pass it on to someone else or, or give it to Goodwill. Or if it's if it's it was bad enough for you to replace it and you don't want to see it in somebody else's house, it may be one of the things that you purge to the, to the curb or the trash truck to pick up. Just looking at things that you can no longer use and someone else will benefit from it, or it's something that you want to throw. Go ahead and just not see it again, and that means you throw it away. Okay, so thinking about purge, the things that you no longer have use for or you can't use because you have too much, you talked about several ways you could purge that. Some of them need to be thrown away. Some of them could be donated to people you know. Others may be donated to organizations like Goodwill and Salvation Army. And that overlaps with one of those other P's you mentioned, passing on. If there's something you can't use, you could bless someone else with that. Anything else you want to say about passing on? When you have younger children, they very quickly grow out of their clothing. They very quickly grow to another level of their educational toys or their toys, period. Those kind of things you can pass on because they don't keep them long enough to hurt them. And if they're nice and clean, if the clothes don't have stains on them and you would not mind putting it back on your child, that's something you can pass on. But if it's something that's got a stain and you say, oh, I'm I'm not going to let them wear that again, that you don't pass on, you trash it. And anything that's that's not suitable for you or your children or your family, you just go ahead and trash it. You want to pass on deeds, car titles, home, land, all of those things. As we get older, we need to pass those things on to you and your siblings so that you guys will know where to find that information should something happen to us and you have a need to go to it and a wheel you need to know where the wheel is you need to pass on that information where you can find a, find a wheel or whatever so there are a lot of things that you can pass on not even mentioning jewelry 
And I'm gonna give you this piece of jewelry. This came from my aunt sis. My sis gave it to me when I was in college. And you start doing the math and you know how old it is and how it's still looking like it was just bought yesterday. Here's value. So you wanna make sure that you know the value. You wanna know the history behind a piece of something that you're passing on to another family member. And there's some things that family members have absolutely no interest in. You have all of this stuff, I'm not interested. I'm gonna get rid of it. I'm just gonna have an estate sale. I'm gonna have a garage sale. I wanna tell you about my things so that you'll know the importance of some of them. You'll know the value of some of them because the estate people will know, but they won't tell you that it's valuable. Garage sale people will walk up and buy it for ten dollars, five dollars, and run away laughing because they know they got a gem. So that kind of information, so passing on information, I think is very important. Passing on information to as many family members as you can. Like I said, the food allergies, any of those kind of things that if it runs in the family, pass that information on. Don't don't sit on it and not want to talk about it. Cancer, if that's running in the family, some people don't want to talk about it, but it needs to be it needs to be passed on so everybody will know when it comes to when it comes their time to read that kind of information. The value of passing on information as well as items. A lot of the time, maybe those items don't have monetary value that's very obvious, but knowing, like you said, the history of it or how old it is, it might have more value than appears, or it might have more just sentimental value to the family. And knowing that as information and even material items are passed on is invaluable. Right. And you also want to make sure that when you pass on into your immediate family information or items and you have items that now nah, I'm not interested then find a next of kin find a cousin find a niece, find a nephew this was mama's and she got it from grandmama and this is how old it is are you interested in any of these things I want you to come look at them and give, give family members the opportunity to have those things if they want it. And my thing is, I don't even think it's all about selling it. You don't sell it to them, you give it to them because it's family history. Okay. On to the next set of peas for pack and purchase. What kind of things should I think about when it comes to pack and purchase? Now we're at the beginning of the year. We just came from Christmas and we had pulled out all those Christmas things and we now have to pack them back up. Go through those things and say, this I don't want anymore. So that you put to the side. I purchased a new wreath for the door because they had them for 80% off at for Christmas. So I pack a new wreath that I've purchased. And I take off take out the old wreath and I pass it on. Or I take it out and I put it in goodwill. I I, I don't pack that because I purchased another one. I bought a new dress. I need to go in my closet and get something out. If you bring something in, you need to bring something out. Otherwise, you'll get too crowded. Remember to purchase and you pull out. If you purchase, you pull out. Oh, I just got me a new mixer. I no longer have need for that 
to put two mixers. When I purchase one, I need to pull one out, not pack it. Some things I need to pack. This is still good, and I don't want to just give it away. So I'm going to pack it. And then when one of the other family members says, I have a need for a new mixer, another mixer, my mixer went out. Oh, I got one packed in the garage in here. You can pass it on that way. You get your wedding gifts, and people like to pack them up and save them. I'm saving this. No, pack them. You unpack them and you use them. And then you, things that you can't use right away, it may be that you're in a smaller place, you're waiting for them to get in a, a larger place. Yes, you pack those things up and you take them with you when you go to a larger place. But if it's, I got five of these. There is absolutely no way I can use five of them. So I will pack two and I will give away the other three. Or exchange the other three for something else that I didn't get. Newborn clothing. If you just had a baby and you say, oh, in a couple of years I want to have another one, these things are too nice to have to go back and purchase again. You pack those things away. You clean them up nicely and you preserve them and pack them away. And like I said in the other, you know, preserving foods that you find on sale and you can preserve it, you can pack it into the freezer, you can pack it into the cabinet. So there's a lot of ways you can pack. And, a lot, and your purchases, at least for me, I look for things on sale. If I can get it for a good deal, then I'm ready to purchase it. Great practical tips when it comes to organizing and resetting the space that you have. And really, we could use this almost as a checklist as you go through the kitchen or you go through your pantry, you go through the kids' room, you go through your closet, you go through the office, thinking about what do I need to preserve? What do I need to purge? What do I need to pass on? And then pack, purchase, and pull out. All of these tips really could apply to any space as you think through what's important enough for me to keep track of in a special way. What do I need to get rid of? What do I need to communicate to others? Or what do I even need to pack up and pass on? Any closing tips as we wrap up this episode about organization and resetting the space in our life? One thing I did not mention is, well, I did mention jewelry because jewelry has value, but I have some coin collections and it's not a, it's not a big collection, but you want to make sure that you get the value of your coin collection and you want to pass it on. And if you do it yourself, you don't have to have it, have a, estate person come through and say oh well this is worth this much and it's really worth more and then all you have your family going through things and three people want the same thing and that's really it's really an item that you can't split up but if I pack something up and I think later on I want to give it to one of my children or one of my nieces or one of my nephews I want to put that in my will. I want to put that in my in writing so that there will be no no fuss about it. Well, she wrote down, this is this is what she wrote in her will. This is who gets it. And if I told Jimmy he could have it, and Jimmy says, I have absolutely no interest in that. Then we got to go back to the drawing table. And then you look for the next person that, that has interest in it, and they want it. 
more than likely I would have already gotten a clue that that person wants it if I put their name on it. I'm more mature people that are sizing down and going to smaller places. And you have your nieces come in and say, what, what do you want in here? What can I give you? Maybe something in the kitchen. It may be something, you got this in your bathroom. I have always admired it. Take it. You know, you go ahead and give it. You go ahead and give it away right then. And that way there's no group discussion about, I want it, Dad, and no, I want it. And you have too many people saying, I want it. You don't have to worry about it. I've already given it away. And let them take it on home with them. With the knowledge of knowing the value it had to me. Uh-huh. And that could be knickknacks or little, little trinkets or whatever. Okay. Again, great practical things. As we close out, you could think about what to preserve, purge, pass on, pack, purchase and pull out as you organize this space in your home and in your life. Well, join us next time for more information as well as brain building blocks. Please follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Stay connected with Let's Build Their Brain via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Let's Build Their Brain Pod and on Twitter at Build Their Brain. Thank you for checking back with us each Monday for a new episode. We hope you leave each podcast with practical and applicable suggestions to aid your endeavor of building the brains of the ones you love. Until next time, let's build their brain.